So it's interesting interesting to note, um, to think about things that depreciate in this world in terms of an investment strategy and what you're actually doing. Um, So, you know, there's lots of things that depreciate, like your house, for example. There's actually a depreciation of it. If you don't fix it up, you have to fix it up. Houses don't always go up in value. And if you don't actually do anything to it, um, they'll eventually depreciate because you haven't fixed up the roof and things like that. Um, you know, things like cars depreciate quite quickly. Um, anything, uh, many things that are physical actually depreciates quite quickly. And there are a lot of things that don't necessarily depreciate in the same sort of way, but they tend to be um, more tangible or intangible. You can't feel it. You can't put your fingers on it. So things like your relationships, for example, if you're actually investing in them, they don't necessarily depreciate to the same degree, right? Um, They actually build value. Social capital actually increases over time. Knowledge and investing in sort of knowledge goods actually will appreciate over time. And the reason is they compound. All of these things compound on each other, right? You can imagine like their um, knowledge is like little tentacles and the tentacles sort of build on each other to create this sort of dense network with other things. So that's part of the reason why I'm doing the Reciprocity Project. I realized a long time ago... Um, Doing all of these, you know, providing knowledge. Knowledge. (laughs) There's that old uh, sort of uh, commercial from the the 2000s. Um, But anyways, just providing knowledge that's out there and helping other people out actually appreciates over time. Now, some of this stuff that I'm saying might not necessarily have value in um, in 20 years, but many of it does. And then it compounds on each other. So the only way that this is not going to be useful in the future is if all of this doesn't work in the future, right? Like the idea that you provide knowledge and help other people out, if that doesn't function, in sort of human behavior changes somehow, um, then this is not going to be valuable in the future. But I don't believe that's the case. I think that there's actually value that's being provided that will increase over time. Um, So what's interesting is that many people don't think about assets actually depreciating over time. They sort of think in a physical state, right? Like the world... It's always the same. And the world doesn't necessarily change. But if you start thinking about assets in terms of their depreciation and what they actually have. So, for example, a car. um, You'll make way different purchasing decisions and way different selling decisions when you actually have that. For example, um, you know, people may hold on to a car too long um, or too little, right? Like the the idea that there's 
there's kind of a sweet spot in terms of what's happening. So eventually, over time, um, so most people understand that your car depreciates in value, um, you know, quite substantially at the beginning, you know, by, by many thousands of dollars at the beginning, but then over time it sort of slows down. But year in and year out, it still depreciates. So you may end up holding on to a car too long, um, you know. So I, I tend to, to sort of think if you hold on to your car um, for, I don't know, 10 to 15 years is kind of the sweet spot um, in terms of depreciation. So most people think in terms of assets um, or, or think of things depreciating over time um, and kind of imagine that. But sometimes people hold on to things a little too long as well. Um, so, you know, what I'm talking about is a car, right? Like everybody understands that it appreciates. Um, and in, in, when it's really old, it will appreciate, um, sorry, everybody understands it depreciates, so it goes down in value. But when it's really old, it, it appreciates as well. But in the sort of, um, midpoint, it doesn't hold that much value either. Um, so I want to give you a uh, sort of quantifiable answer or um, a situation that uh, that we're that's going on in our life. So I just bought a new car and we have um, I haven't sold the other card yet. Now, some people would hold on to this particular asset because they think it sort of doesn't change in value um, over time. Right. They sort of think it's fixed. And they might want to hold on to this for, um, you know, their kids, for example, hold on to it for another um, couple years. But what they don't realize is that the asset is actually depreciating. If you think about it going down in value as it's sitting there, um, you make a much different decision in terms of how quickly you want to get rid of it. So, um, you know, for us... I was thinking about this. We could sort of set a price for for the car and keep it at, you know, a, a sort of fixed amount and then wait until you actually have a buyer that's available. Um, but the problem is it's sitting in your hands, not being used. And so the car is depreciating in value as you're actually holding on to it. Um, so you're far better off actually getting rid of this thing um, in a medium, sort of medium term, right? You want to have it so it's sitting on the market. It's kind of a complicated problem. You need to have an asset that's sitting on the market um, long enough so people can gather information about it. But then at the same time, um, you know, short enough that you're not losing any significant value that's there. And so what is that sweet spot? Um, just look at how long auto dealers might actually hold on to a car. It's, it's probably a month or so. Good morning. How are you? So probably about a month or so. And if you keep it too long, then the car goes down too quickly. And you actually don't make, make it any... Um, you, you sort of lose a significant... 
um, chunk of, of value from that automobile. So that is the challenge. But people don't think about this and might either hold on to an asset far too long or far too short. So if you start thinking of things going down in value that don't necessarily have any, um, you know, part of it is, is do, does it get depleted? Is there sort of um, no value over time? So a car is eventually going to rust and, um, you know, there's no value. With the car that we have, it's a, what is it? It's a, a 12-year-old car, 11-year-old car at this point. And, you know, eventually it's going to reach a point where it's just going to be rusted out. But there's also the value that people see in it um, in terms of like, oh, it's a, you know, novel, beautiful car, right? And it, as that depreciates and disappears, we lose value um, in the automobile. So the quicker we can get this off our hands, the better it actually is. All right. Take care. And uh, hopefully you learned something today. Take care and have a wonderful day. Bye.